Yo, what is up? It's Adam Karandang back with another episode of Novelty Growth Voice, episode 24. I'm sitting here at Wave One Media on Monument Circle. I'm super excited for this episode because I'm sitting here with my good friend, Jordan Burns. How you doing, brother? (laughs) Good to be here, man. Let me correct it. Dr. Jordan Burns. You can just say Jordan Burns. (laughs) (laughs) Except my Instagram. (laughs) Real quick, you know, our goal is to interview really successful or up-and-coming movers and doers and get to know them more on a personal level, uncovering their journey, their mindset, and their vision for what they're doing, and hopefully giving them an opportunity to share their story and inspire people who are listening to turn their dreams into reality. Um, Jordan Burns, he's a chiropractor. You know, one thing that he does super well that I'll kind of talk more about and we'll talk uh, on later in this episode is he's amazing on social media branding and, you know, what he has done. I feel like it's been kind of more natural than anything, but you've been very successful at it, getting a lot of clientele coming to your office because of Instagram specifically. Um, so we'll definitely touch on that yeah, here absolutely. here soon. But I want to know just the beginning of Jordan Burns' story. Where are you from, man? I am originally from Oakland City, Indiana. Every podcast that I'm on, I always will shout out Oakland City. So shout out Oakland City. It's about 2,000 people. Where is, where is Oakland City? <laughs> um, it is down by Evansville. Okay. So southern Indiana. Down south? They're all small town. Basically south of Bloomington is Kentucky. So so where did you graduate then? High school? Well, high at? school is Wood Memorial. Graduated 78 people. Wow. Yeah. I love it, though. I tell people that all the time. Like, my parents will, like, find out friends that I have and stuff. And, you know, like, a lot wealthier friends that I have. And they'll just, like, you can see that they'll kind of get sad about it. Or just, like, my upbringing. Not that we were poor by any means. Yeah. Like, we're a, like, middle-class family from Oakland to Indiana. But I'm, like, I'm so happy that I grew up there because... I feel like that's why a lot of people like me and can relate to me nowadays is because not like humble beginnings, but you know, I just grew up in a small town where we didn't have like a ton growing up and you appreciate things a lot more than a lot of other people do. Mm, Yeah, I definitely, I feel that for sure. What a deep right off the bat. No, I love it. I love it. Let's keep it going. Uh, So what were your hobbies? Oakland city, small town. What were your hobbies growing up? Yeah, People ask that all the time. Like, what did you do? Because literally we don't have a stoplight. Like, (laughs) so they're like, what did you do in this city? There's nothing to do. I played basketball. That was pretty well it. That was my whole childhood. Okay. So I played uh, soccer, football, basketball, and track in high school. So I basically was an athlete year-round. I didn't even really have a job. I worked construction a little bit, like, in the summers, like, later in high school. But, yeah, I played basketball, like, my whole life. Okay. And Summer then times would consist of AAU basketball, and I was pretty well it. Feel that. What were, you know, what was your your dreams, small little Jordan Burns, were you like, I want to grow up and be a chiropractor? Or (laughs) what was it for you back then? Uh, I originally went to college and I was going to be a physical therapist. So similar until um, I I ran track at IU and then I had an injury in my junior year and I'd never been to a chiropractor before, didn't know anything about chiropractic and went to a chiropractor. He fixed that injury after one visit. I stood up and I was just like, what is this witchcraft? <laughs> how did how did this happen? I feel 100% better. Um, and then, yeah, it was just always the hidden profession for me. Like, I've always been one. Even when I was, even when I was in high school, I kind of got it. Just mm-hmm. how, no matter what your spiritual or religious beliefs are, your body was designed by something. It was designed mm-hmm. to heal from the inside out. Like, yeah. whenever, whenever you're sick, you get a fever. Why? Because your body's trying to heal it. Whenever you sprain your ankle, what happens? It bruises it swells why because your body's trying to heal it and I always grasped that even from a young age like if I was in pain I never wanted to take an inset so like I'm gonna leave or Tylenol or anything like that it was like why am I in pain what's 
what's not moving properly or what am I doing that could help this or mm. when I'm sick I never wanted to take like mucinex or anything like that because your body's not deficient in mucinex why am I sick I'm not sleeping I'm not eating well I'm not drinking water mm. yeah. so it comes back to the just the basic fundamental things that that you can uh, change in your lifestyle in order to um, and I maybe correct me if I'm wrong if I'm hitting the point to align your mind and your, <laughs> and your spine and your mind. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. <laughs> no, but we were talking at um, a coffee the other day, and this is something that I brought up that I know you said you, you talk about um, a lot and just diving deep right now, going into kind of what you were saying. All that is, is it's a di- like disease in the body and there's something wrong in your body. Your body is not at ease. So you have some type of dis-ease. Um, so, I mean, what, like, what does that mean to you and uh, what are some of the basic things that people can do to make sure that, uh, you know, things stay in alignment on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, absolutely. I actually posted about this the other day on my Instagram and it was, I said, you know, we're not, we're not reinventing the wheel. Like everybody knows for the most part, like what you need to do. It's just actually taking the actions to do it, Mm. which is, you know, the hardest part. But you know, we need to drink more water. You need to move to where you sweat on a daily basis. You need to eat better. You need to learn ways to manage stress. That's probably the number one, which is why I started that whole hashtag aligning spines and minds because I've just realized I'll be, I'll be in three, done with three years of practice in two weeks, April 23rd. When Congrats. I graduated. Um, just the mental aspect of people's health. Like that, that's what sets apart a lot of chiropractors, physical therapists, doctors that spend more time with people anyway. You know, we're not, the normal quote unquote healthcare system in terms of, you know, you go see a doctor, they're with you for five minutes, they send you a pill and then don't do anything. Like mm. half of the stuff that I'm doing with people is letting them talk to me for 10 to 15 minutes. Wow. I mm. mean, I've had, I've had a new patient before where we just sat and used the whole 45 minute appointment just so he could talk. Mm. And I was like, I'm not going to adjust you today. I think you literally just need to sit here and have a conversation with somebody. Yeah. Like, and that's it. I'll leave some of my notes. I might've said this to you the other day. Like, moms i put hashtag mom life for a lot of their like subjective stuff it's like these women are just stressed out of their minds because they're just taking care of everybody except Mm. themselves yeah that's so true dang okay so and how young are you 29 i'll be 30 this year baby let's go (laughs) right on dude you look like you're 25 i appreciate that the beard just keep growing it man just keep growing it um and also real quick i got this awesome shirt so i want the background story on this so I'll show the camera here. It says, who's your Cairo on the back? And then this beautiful man right here. It's my face. <laughs> so it. what's, what's the story about this shirt and why did you create it? Um, I think it's awesome. It's a great idea. I see people all are on social media wearing this shirt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the story behind that shirt is my friend, uh, Jeremy McGrew. Shout out Indie Fitness Mag. Shout Which he was on the podcast as yeah. well. So um, We were just texting one night, and I don't even remember how he came up. So like, he designed my website. He does something like that. He designed that logo, actually. And we were just trying to come up with like my brand and my logo. And we, t- we go back and forth with ideas all the time, and that was it. You know, like I put cracking people up as a thing. I'm like, because that was a lot of it was humor. And he was like, dude, what if we did like your face? Like how Apple just has an Apple. What if your face was just like your logo? And I was like, yeah, that's hilarious. So I woke up one morning, you know, like five o'clock and I had a text from Jeremy. I texted him back and he texted me right away. 
because he had stayed up <laughs> until five o'clock in the morning still working on that logo. He literally sent me a screenshot of his phone and it was an entire page of pictures of my face and like different <laughs> versions of my face with that bow tie. So yeah, Jeremy made that. And then the shirts, honestly, everybody has clothes. Like all my friends have clothing lines somehow. And I was like, I want a shirt. I guess I'm just going to put my face on a shirt. That's kind of funny. <laughs> so yeah. People seem to like them. They're comfy shirts. They, yeah, I'm, I appreciate you bringing me one. I'm definitely gonna rock it for sure. Um, and so, when when did you figure out that, you know, when did you have that idea that branding was so important with what you're doing specifically? Was that like a couple months ago, or was this? So a I years start. Ago? I started my doc at Dr. Jordan Burns plug. Uh, <laughs> August first of uh, last two, year. Last year. Yeah. Oh wow. So okay. it's been whatever that is eight months. And so, what was what was the reasoning in your mind behind starting, you know, a page for you? Uh, I'd say one of the biggest reasonings was my profession has a lot of misconceptions and stereotypes. Okay. And I just wanted to be able to showcase, like, this is what chiropractic is, typically, and this is what I'm doing. Nothing's, like, crazy about it. It's a very health, it's a very varied healthcare profession in terms of techniques and philosophies so you don't necessarily know what you're getting when you walk into a chiropractic office but I was like I can showcase this on Instagram mm -hmm. because how many patients do I have every day that come in and say oh I love watching chiropractic videos on YouTube which I don't even show that many adjustment videos I did a takeover of Randy Fitness Mag and one of their like initial things on their like pros and cons do's and don'ts list was be educational but entertaining and that was pretty well the thing for me of oh entertaining yeah, I should kick a football and ask Pat McAfee to be his chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's people, good. People would like that. You're really good at it too. So what was that something that was more natural or did you just start creating like small little videos and just putting it out there and you had no clue what would, you know, become of it? Did you or was it obviously more so that you could just show people how you're going about it, but did you know it was going to turn into kind of what it is today? Dude, I had no idea. That's what's so funny because, uh, like, I'm in a networking group um, on Tuesdays at lunch, and I gave my, like, 10-minute presentation, and you have five minutes to, like, ask questions afterwards. And the last time I gave a talk, no one asked me questions about chiropractic. They all asked me about social media. Mm. And I was like, I don't know anything about social media. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, like the branding, like everything. I'm just, I'm just genuinely being myself. When I posted that, my first like funny video, the Pat McAfee video, uh, I had a beer with one of my friends a couple of days later and he was like, dude, I just, I love that video so much because it's you. Mm. Like that's just, that it was you. I watched it and I was like, yep, that's him. <laughs> so besides, okay, that's, I'm going to take that as one tip, right? Let's think of three tips that you're telling people when they are asking you about branding. Yep. Like what, besides, okay, be yourself, obviously. What are some other tips that you would tell people to kind of increase their brand? For sure. So I'd say the biggest ones, because I've had a lot of my friends who are chiropractors okay. like, talk to me about it like yeah. a ton. And the first one, you know, be yourself. Whatever your message is that you want to get out there, that's it. Like, that's all you want to be is be you. That's, that's the worst advice that I can give somebody. <laughs> but it's like, I'm just being myself. I'm not doing anything crazy. Um, don't care about what anybody thinks. Mm, that's, that's a big one. That's probably my number one, actually, that I lead with with people because you just can't. I'm sure there's people that don't appreciate, you know, that I'm not 
being a doctor about it and I'm not trying to like educate and use proper terminology. I'm kicking a football and like doing a fake adjustment on somebody and just like being funny, but I don't care. Like I help people. I know that. I know that when people walk in my door, they're getting better, whether that's physically, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, whatever. Um, and then third, I think just have fun. Mm. I know that's so simple too. I got nothing, but, man. That's the no, thing. I don't know good. social media. That's I'm fine. just being those, myself. Those are great and tips. I don't and care about what people think. I think that's <laughs> what we have to do though, is it's truly just being authentic and being yourself and putting it out there and receiving feedback and just adjust from there, you know? And if just take the feedback and obviously don't, you don't have to get like heard about it, but take every like constructive criticism. Well, you, you have know? to be able to take criticism for sure. And that's, well, actually number, number four, I guess, just cause that's kind of where I started to go with like the aligning spines and minds is be vulnerable. Mm, yeah, that's, yeah. That's the best feedback I've gotten from anything. There's just, power in vulnerability too. Yeah, It's the most powerful thing in the world, man. Like, especially being a dude and just, you know, not being a baby about it, but just saying your trials and turning trials into triumph and just talking about, your feelings and because you're not the only person that feels that way facts and i think nowadays like we're finally to a point where because <clears throat> um, social media is relatively new yeah um and re- recently or just like you know the years previous it was all about just creating that that lifestyle that cool looking dope pictures blah 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 but i think now we're to the point where people are actually realizing how important social media is and how important it is to show your true self on social media um and if you're able to do that be authentic then it will only lead to good things because we just live in a, a world of technology right like that's why my biggest advice is just be yourself i don't i would never want my social media to me start trying to be this like super funny person or Mm. like trying to put out this image because that just stresses you out because then I'm like that's all I can think about is I have to look like this I have to be doing this I have to make people laugh it's like no I'm just gonna be me and like I switched from like a funny page to now it's kind of like a little more mental health I'll randomly throw some funny in but it's like it's my page I can do what I want exactly (laughs) I feel that bro I love it what uh what's been the importance of networking for you with uh, what what you're doing specifically and then in life in general oh yeah I'll talk to you about that so when I started that page in August I made it a goal of mine to meet face to face with three to four people a week from Instagram so health wellness nutrition honestly anybody that I came across is just like a positive go-getter you can you can kind of tell by somebody's instagram like if they get it mm-hmm. and i mean i've met with over 200 i think i can i put a post about that the other day like i've met with over 200 people i think from mm-hmm. instagram like there were a couple weeks in a row where it was 10 people every coffee every lunch i was meeting somebody new it's so important because it, it doesn't matter like how many social media videos that i post like there's always going to be an importance to face-to-face human connection mm-hmm. and having one-to-one conversations like you and I like we've we've hung out to each other events but the best time we've had together was that coffee that yep. we had the other day that's facts that's facts I I love that um I was gonna I got sidetracked because there's like three things going through my yeah, mind at one time. <laughs> no but I wanted to um kind of oh I know exactly what I was gonna ask you so with chiropractic in general what is like you've touched on here and there kind of like the um <clears throat> the benefits of like why mm-hmm. i want to know though like why is it important for someone who's listening to see a chiropractor or to come you know get an adjustment from you what is that 
and and not only doing it once but you know continually doing that throughout your life why is that important for someone absolutely uh it restores life (laughs) 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 it's the simplest answer um no so your spine encompasses your entire nervous system I don't, I don't preach a lot of, you know, I'm healing a lot of neurological issues, ADHD, anxiety, and stuff like that. It happens, though. Mm-hmm. I see it every single day. I mean, getting people out of pain is easy, All, especially, like, once I get more and more into practice and once I see, you know, hundreds of patients a week, like, you start to become more and more confident talking about this type of stuff. Getting somebody out of pain is simple. Mm. Pain is a symptom. Pain is not the reason why you're in this door. It, it is the reason why you're in the door because you're in pain, but... You have compression somewhere. You have lack of mobility somewhere. I need to harp on you about how much water you drink. I need to harp on you about your diet. I need to harp on you about meditating or doing things to relieve your stress, exercising, whatever it is. But, I mean, everybody needs to see a chiropractor because we don't do the things on our own. Mm. You don't move properly. And even if you do, you're still going to have things on a daily basis just from habits. That's the thing I preach a lot. A standard person that comes in, you know, I bent down to get out of a dish out of the dishwasher, and now I can't walk. My low back is killing me. I didn't do anything. What happened? It's like, yeah, you, you sit at a desk all day for four decades. Like, <laughs> that's what happened. Makes sense. And then all of a sudden you have pain, and you think there's a problem. No, the problem is you have degeneration in your low back, and that's what's going on. And then as far as just, like, seeing one on a regular basis, that's just a maintenance routine. Um, again, you just feel better. When I go home and adjust my friends, 29, 30 years old, like they all say, I didn't feel bad. I just feel better. Mm. You don't realize like the tension and stress that you carry with you on a daily basis. Mm. And yeah, I could definitely see that as far as like just someone who um, has all this tension and stress built up and then you go get adjusted. It's just that release. And that's a direct correlation to someone's mind and their thoughts and how they feel. Yeah. And, and like with the with the hashtag aligning spines and minds too, that's what most chiropractors use it as is, you know, when you're when you're adjusting somebody, especially like the upper neck, you are connecting the brain to the body mm-hmm. and vice versa. I mean, the brain communicates to the body, the body communicates back to the brain. So if you have compression somewhere, if you have a lack of mobility in a joint, it's not communicating like it should be. Mm. So an analogy I like to give a lot is like if we had a dimmer in here, I could dim the light switch. We could still talk, we could still do everything, but it wouldn't be as good as it could be. Mm. So, you know, you have a pinch on a nerve. It's still communicating with your liver, but it's not communicating as well as it could be. Because, mm. I mean, every everything that goes through your spine innervates everything in your body, every muscle, every organ, everything. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's powerful. Um this is all good stuff, but I want to know more about like your journey and, and your story. Obviously, you came from a small town. You played basketball growing up, and so when you went to college, you went to Indiana University. Yes, sir. Go Hoosiers. Go Hoosiers. <laughs> um, and so, like, what was that experience for you? Um, obviously, you changed your major, right? Or I did no, not you not changed you, my major. You kept your major. My That's major right. was still exercise science, yep. kinesiology degree. Yeah. And so um, what was your college experience like? Because I know you were also an athlete as well. Yeah, I ran track. Um, I ran track for three years. I quit between my junior and senior year. So I was a normal college student my senior year, which I do not regret. It was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> let, um, me, let me ask you this, if you don't mind me asking. Why would you quit? I had a hamstring injury. Okay. Yeah, I had a hamstring injury uh, the <coughs> indoor season of my junior year and just didn't have it. Just didn't have it in the leg anymore. What did you run? <laughs> Uh, 400. I was a sprinter. Okay. So yeah. And then so, living living it up senior year, 
And then after college, did you just dive straight into your what you're doing now? Chiropractic school. Yes. So, oh, okay. Yep. So I went to chiropractic school in St. Louis. Um, so I graduated IU in 2012 and then went to chiropractic school in St. Louis, graduated there with another bachelor's and master's and my doctorate in 2016. Gotcha. And then you moved back to Indiana? No, I went back to Bloomington, actually, my first year out of school and was a little townie for a year. That's right. And I remember then, you were at the then, office yeah, right came. next to my place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, then I finally moved back to Fishers. Yeah. Okay. And that's where, yeah, where's your office at currently? Uh, we're at 116th and Elio, roughly, just north of Geist. I would say, well, I never really answered college. Uh, the biggest thing, that I, I was talking about this with somebody the other day about like the, the biggest takeaways I got from college mm-hmm. was, it's funny because like my whole you know career is biomechanics, but running track really taught me how to take care of my body. Mm. So like even if I wasn't a chiropractor, I would, I would know how to take care of my body well. Like one of my friends is a personal trainer and we were just working out the other day and she was like, man, you're really good at all these lifts. Like you do them so properly. And I was like, yeah, like track taught me biomechanics like i know how to properly run i know how to do just about any lift i know how to like hold my body and i know how to recover like i learned how important recovery is because that's that's the thing with so many people we're so good at go 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 all the time we're so good at you know getting everything except the recovery aspect we can work out we can eat healthy we can do this and then we don't sleep Mm. like sleeping and actually like taking a day off and going to the recovery room shadow recovery room (laughs) um it's so important yeah, that's so true. Um, <clears throat> and so the thing is, though, you're spending so much time um, pouring into other people, whether it yeah. be physically adjusting them or sitting there and having them just talk to you all day or just for that hour or whatever. Um, obviously, you practice what you preach as well. But what are, what are those things like? How do you find that balance? And what are the things that you're specifically doing to yourself to just make sure you stay in alignment? For sure. I was actually just talking about this with my mom this morning <laughs> because I was saying that, well, I, I called her during lunch just to tell her I love her. Love you, mom. <laughs> um, and she was like, you need to call your dad and say that. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll call dad. Cause I was saying, I was like, yeah, I really do. Like I am, uh, have you read high performance habits? I haven't. So it's a good book. Uh, it gives like six habits that like all high performers have. And one of them is, down. yeah. Uh, one of them is create energy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like of the six, that's like my best one of no matter what situation I am, I'm very good at creating energy and just giving like positivity to people and give, give, give. Like that's a gift that I definitely have of giving that to people. And I don't know, man, like I do, I do obviously take time for myself. I mean, I read a lot. I listen to a lot of books. Um, just recently started meditating uh, probably the past like two, three weeks. That's been really cool. Yeah. Um, what's that experience like? Um, it's crazy, man. I, uh, Actually, I'll open up and tell this one. So this was a couple Fridays ago. I did one. It was like 20 minutes or so. And there was a, like an ex- there was a girl that was talking to me during the meditation. And I had my hand on my chest, my hand on my stomach. And she was saying, and I repeated to myself out loud, I love you. I am listening. Like saying it to yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting there like, you know, we said it like 12 times in a row. I'm just here like, I love you. I am listening. Saying it out loud to yourself. By like eight, nine, ten, I'm bawling. I am mm. just like crying in my bed because <laughs> I'm just like, holy shit, I've never said I love you out loud to myself. Mm. Like you said, I'm like, I'm the biggest giver. Like I'm such a lover. Like I just give people all the time, give, give, give. 
I've never said I love you out loud to myself. It was so powerful. Oh. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how I started my Friday morning at 5 a.m. <laughs> that's good, though. I'm that's just good. Falling in my bed to myself. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. And I, and I appreciate you sharing that, uh, just your authentic self and your vulnerability. But, like, what, how has meditation, because you've been doing it for a couple of weeks now. Yeah. So, like, what's your intention of doing it? Obviously, it's good for you, right? And, but like, are you trying to really quiet your mind so you can, you know, like, what is it for you? Well, it was one of the biggest things is like all the, all the books I read, you know, motivational YouTube videos, podcasts, whatever. There were so many like big name people whatever, that kept talking about meditation. Yeah. And it's always been something on the back burner that's like, I know I need to start doing that. Mm-hmm. I know I need to start doing that. And I don't really remember what the, well, I guess... I mean, I had a, I totaled my car like the end of January and I went through a breakup like three days later and I feel like I was just having weird anxiety from both. Not like bad anxiety by any means, but I definitely could tell I was just off. You were off, yeah. So I was like, well, okay, now's probably a good time. I could probably start this, <laughs> see what it's about. And it has, it definitely has like calmed me down. Um, so meditation is something I've started with like my, my morning routine. And then I started dabbling a little bit in cold showers. Dude, I've been experimenting with that as well. How's that? Because everybody keeps talking about yeah, it. And exactly. I was like, all right, I'm going to hop on this Wim Hof train, <laughs> like whatever. We'll see. Dude, it's pretty powerful because that truly is like controlling your mind. Yeah. Because you can do it. You mm-hmm. can withstand it. And then you're sitting there for like 30 seconds. You're like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's so cold. <laughs> but like that is a true test of the mind of like you can. That's, a lot, that's with any sport. You know, it's telling your body that you can. Your body can withstand it, whether your mind thinks it can or not. Facts. It's like, um, uh, this is from, I believe, David Goggins. He talks about oh, when yeah. your your mind tells you it wants to quit, you're only 40% of the the way the way there, your your capacity. And that was huge to me. So, like, when I, whenever I go to on a run or do whatever, getting in a cold shower and I'm like, okay, I'm done, I make sure I just keep going for yeah. a little longer. <laughs> like, no matter what it is, whether it be – um, eight sets, you know, curls, always do one more. Yep. And it's been like something really to where now it's actually like a habit of mine to just go the extra mile just a little bit. But it's a, such a good habit because over time doing that steadily has made such a big impact on your performance overall. Yeah, dude. And um, so cold showers, meditation, reading, YouTube videos, all of this. What are three of your most impactful books that you've read? My favorite book is The Obstacle is the Way. Um, I feel like I reference or think of that book every single day. The obstacle is the, the way. The obstacle is the way. Okay. Um, I, I kind of said part of it earlier is it's on the front. It says turning trials into triumphs. Mm. So Ed Milet, I got, I got him from this. I don't know if he originally said it, but he said, you know, everything happens for you, not to you. Mm. And that's basically that whole book is no matter what happens in your life, you can always take a positive from it facts facts dude there's um yeah dude that is powerful yeah just alone. The, the obstacle is the way i mean that's the title of the book the obstacle is the way so and whatever whatever the obstacle is that comes in your way like it's going to lead you to something better do you do you remember the, mo- the moment when you made that paradigm shift of life is happening for me not to me yeah uh Man, we're about to get real deep. All right, so <laughs> my uh, my dad had a heart attack last year, January 2nd. He's alive. He's fine. But a uh, couple months after that, I've talked about this on my Instagram, 
a um, couple months after that, I decided to go see a counselor because I was just sad. Like my dad, you know, Superman had a heart attack, didn't really know how to handle it, never really went through anything like that before, and I just wasn't doing okay. Um, went to the counselor, and it was literally the greatest decision that I've ever made in my entire life. That's why I'm mm-hmm. so passionate about like aligning spines and minds too, of just like opening up and talking about your mental health because it's been the greatest thing for me ever. And if I can make anybody feel the way that I feel now, just because I went and learned how to talk about my feelings and my emotions and talk about crying on podcasts, <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like for I sure. hope that I can make people, cause I just have this like inner peace now because I did that. Mm. And I mean, last year started, I went to a counselor. I learned how to just talk about my feelings. Every relationship has benefited in my life from just being able to open up to everybody, communicate if I have an issue. And then, yeah, I just started, you know, the networking, I started, filling my schedule with positive people started filling my schedule with book after book podcast after podcast positive influence after positive influence i love that yeah so you have the obstacle is the way the obstacle is the way um high performance habits no i, I like high that one i do habits. i really do just because i'm a fan of thing i'm a fan of lists i know some people don't like like oh there's no like six things that you can do and i know that like obviously the six high performance habits aren't like, these are the only six things that you need to be a high performer. But I mean, he interviewed a lot of people and those are six like good things. Um, and then it's a classic, but I would say the subtle art of not giving a <laughs> fuck. <sorry. laughs> you <can say> um, <laughs> but yeah, just because that's something that I, I talk to, I just talked about with a lot of people is you can't care about what other people think. Like your social media is your social media. So like, that's all that should matter. I'm, uh, I'm looking up. So the, the six, Habits in high performance habits. I have it on my phone, so I just want to let everybody know. The first one is seek clarity. Okay. In whatever it is you're doing, who do you want to be? How you want to interact with others? What do you want? What will give you the greatest meaning? That's Mm -hmm. number one. Seek clarity. Which I I mean, that's so obvious, but like when he says it, it's like yeah, that makes sense. Say those. Is it questions that you repeated after that? Yeah. So it says, who do you want to be? How do you want to interact with others? What do you want? And what will give you the greatest meaning? Mm. That's, yeah, answer those. Yeah. You'll have some clarity. For well, sure. that's it is. Like, what do you want out of life? That's like goal setting, basically, is seeking mm-hmm. clarity in what you want. Uh, number two, my favorite, generate energy. Love that. Um, says you, so you can sustain focus. Uh, three was raise necessity, which I like this one. This is probably the hardest one for me to, like, wrap my mind around, I think. But it's basically you know, people need me to be saying this stuff. I need to raise my necessity of like me preaching chiropractic, me preaching mental health. Like mm. there is a necessity for this. Like yeah. people need to hear this kind of stuff. And what was that one again? Raise necessity. Raise necessity. Yeah. Okay. So it says of your level of performance. Gotcha. So it's like holding yourself to a higher standard basically. Yep. Uh, increase productivity. I feel like that's pretty obvious. That's something that high performers are going to do. Uh, develop influence, which has been fun because that's something that I've noticed over the past eight months that, I mean, everybody's technically an influencer on social media because obviously somebody's looking at it, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I do, I do. I talk to a ton of people every single day. Like I'm fine. It's weird. Cause I've seen people's phone where it's like, you have like a bunch of unread texts and a bunch of unread DMs <laughs> on Instagram. It's like, it's weird for me to have that. Cause I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm like trying to get to your messages. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I don't really say sorry, but um, develop influence and then demonstrate courage, which I like demonstrate courage a lot because I don't know. I feel like I've, I've tried to do that a lot. Not that it's necessarily courageous, but I feel cause I don't 
think like I'm doing anything crazy. I'm just opening up and talking about my feelings. But For to sure. a lot of people, like talking about, you know, going to a counselor and talking about mental health, like that would be something that they'd be uncomfortable doing where it's like, exactly. I'm just going to. Yeah. It's whenever I you know feel it, uncomfortable. I know what needs to be said. Yeah. yeah. It's in that moment of be- feeling uncomfortable if you just take the step and do whatever it is. It could be something so small or something really big, but courage. It doesn't like when people, I think there's such a, uh, skew of perspective on that word. Because when you think of courage, you think of like something so profound and like very masculine and like, Oh, I'm going to go do this, blah, blah, blah. But no, it could be so subtle as far as, um, just like having the courage to say hi to someone as you pass by them, you know, on the street, just something so subtle like that. Um, kind of goes back into the habits, but just, yeah. you know, builds up something a and lot just bigger. taking a chance. Um, one of my, Alex McKinley in her bio, hi Alex, uh, <laughs> says, fear kills growth. And I quote that and tell it to people all the time. Because mm. it's that, it's like demonstrate, cur- like, what's holding you back from being courageous? Fear. Mm. What's your perspective on fear? Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, I love I it. mean, yeah, for real though, like, you can't let fear hold you back. I was actually just thinking about, this is weird, so many things that keep going up. Um, I was just thinking about this the other day, like, what am I afraid of? Like, what's my biggest fear? If somebody asked me, like, what my biggest fear is, what would I say? Well, I don't yeah. know. I, I couldn't come up. I was, and I'm not saying, like, I'm this fearless no, person by any yeah. means. Like, there's stuff that scares me. But I've just started to get in, like, a habits and a mindset of, you know, the obstacle is the way. So, like, whatever did come at me, I got to turn it into a positive. Like I have to figure this out. I love that. What's your uh, importance of, of mentors? Do you have mentors right now? Have you had mentors in the past? Uh, I do. I do have some mentors actually. Um, one of of my patients, obviously HIPAA, so I can't say his name, but I actually schedule him, um, for 45 minutes every single Tuesday. Okay. And I don't schedule anybody for 45 minutes (laughs) except for new patients, but he's a mentor of mine. Um, just because I could talk to that man for hours on end. Is it just like life in general or life in general business? But yeah, I mean, just personal development, mental health. Mm-hmm. He's the man. Is and then, I mean, you can technically, you know, I don't know these people personally, but I mean, I'm looking at Lewis Howes every day. I'm yeah. looking at Jay Shetty every day. I'm looking at Gary Vee every day. You're looking at Aubrey Marcus every day. Preston mm. Smiles, like all those people. We talked about all those people. Yeah, dude, <laughs> it's making me all excited because I, I love their content. All, and what they're, they're all mentors. Yeah, I would, I would totally agree. Um, that's the easiest. A lot of people ask the question, like, um, how do I find a mentor? Or, you know, just that question alone. And it's like, dude, it's it's right here. It is right there. You can find so many people on the internet. And that was even kind of my thing yesterday of I'm just trying to be a mentor too. Mm. That's one of my biggest things is I want to role model for people. I was in high school. I really looked up to this guy that was a senior when I played basketball, and he was just like not a good human being, and it really let me down. So I've like always been motivated since I was 15 years old. Like I want to be someone that people can turn to. I want to be someone that people can look up to. I want to practice what I preach. I mean, obviously I practice what I preach like chiropractic-wise, but – I want to be consistent. Mm. I want to be someone that you can come to, talk to. I want to be someone that you can bounce ideas off of, that you can learn from. I love that. I started because I've had a mentor recently, too, that's kind of let me down, in a sense. And I've kind of gotten into that headspace. I've like, yeah, it's okay. I'm going to be my old role, old role model. Mm. <laughs> hey, dude. I love that, though. And that's, I, dude, your mentality is so powerful. And that's, like, the mentality that just a lot of people need. <laughs> just, like, that... Well, 
fuck it, you know, yeah. or the, just like, you know, th- there's always something positive in that obstacle or the negative situation. Um, yeah, dude, you're, you're yeah. Very and, optimistic. and I'm not sitting here and saying I don't have bad days. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> like for sure. I do have bad days. I do. I mean, I, I can have, I can think negatively, but I, I just talked about that yesterday. Even Caesar was talking about it. Like, I can have negative thoughts, but I'm not going to speak a negative word. Like once you start having negative thoughts, negative words, start doing that, you're going to have a negative life. And I'm just refused to do that. What do you do when uh, you, you specifically start having like those negative thoughts? Is there any practice that you put into place to try to like kill those negative thoughts or you just let them be? I accept them. Jeremy actually asked me that the other day. Cause I was talking about like crying it out or like letting it out. He's like, so like not to be but like serious question, what do you do when you do that? It's like such a like dude to dude moment. And I was like, well, man, I just, I just cried for four minutes. That's mm. what I did. And then it was better. Yeah. Cause that was a big thing, especially when I went to the counselor for the first time, that was such a hard thing for me. Like not just opening up about my feelings and my emotions, but crying, mm. you crying, catch like, yourself crying. You're crying like, like a little bit. dudes don't cry. <laughs> I've seen my dad cry twice my entire life. It was at his dad's funeral and his mom's funeral. Mm. So to me, that's the masculine figure I've seen my entire life. I don't cry. I would never cry. I've cried more the last year than I have my entire life. <laughs> wow. I think that's a good sign. And it's not, yeah. And it's not like I'm being a big baby about stuff. It's just, it's important to just let those emotions out. You mm. just feel better. If I have a negative thought or if something's bothering me in my life, I'll cry it out sometimes or I'll read a book. That's a big thing I'll turn to is reading, listen, listening to a book. Yeah. You, you prefer audio over, over actually physically reading? Uh, I do just because of my schedule. Yeah, I do because I live downtown and I work in Fishers, so I have 30 minutes to work and 30 minutes back. So I mean, I can listen to an audiobook for 50 to 60 minutes a day. Yeah, that's actually a pro tip too: turn audiobooks on in your car and not music. Yes, that's <laughs> another thing. So if I am at, like sometimes I'll wake up and maybe not be in the best headspace, I'll immediately like go to Apple Music and I'll like start playing music. And I've been consciously the past month or so not doing that. If I open Apple, I'm like, no book. Like, mm. I want to listen to a book. I don't want to listen to some sappy song. It's going to make me where I need to listen to a book and, like, learn. What's the book that you're reading, listening to right now? Uh, the Power of Habit. I'm all about habits. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. Um, I'm, I'm going to send you a couple habit books as well. I forget the titles of them, but I just finished a couple. Atomic Habits. Have you read that one? <laughs> I haven't. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Amazing book. Um, and then The Compound Effect. Have you read that by Darren Hardy? Uh-uh. Dude, that was a that was a game changer as well. Cool. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll send those to you later. Um, a couple questions that I always ask this, you know, everyone that sure. comes on here. So, um, actually, this one's this one's new. So here we go. Ooh. If you were to summarize your reason for getting up in the morning and your long term goal in a single sentence, what would that be? Dude, that's a good question. <laughs> I had one sentence. That's why I was just like. So, it could be a couple, but. Oh no, sure. So if I were to summarize my reason for getting up in the morning. And what? It's just like your long-term goal. My long-term goal? Yeah. To just impact people's lives in a positive way. Like, it's so easy for me to get up in the morning. Mm. Like, I genuinely love what I do. I have 60 hours in our chiropractic office. Like, people would think, like, oh, my God, you work 60 hours. I don't work. Mm. Like, I love what I do. It's, you know, my 60-hour hobby that I get to go and make people healthier every day. Whether that. that's physically, mentally, what like, like I said, people need me, mm-hmm. and I know that. Yeah. So it's so easy to get up in the morning when I'm like, people need to hear what I have to say. 
people need me to help them with their physical health because i mean i'm a chiropractor and literally means done by hand like mm. the healing power of just my hands yeah i love uh what you just said is people need me and i know that it's that simple shift of uh understanding the value that you bring to another human being right in a genuine way yeah because it, it's that sounds so arrogant. You know what I mean? <laughs> like people need me. I know they need me, but it's also getting out of your headspace of thinking that's arrogant. Cause exactly. I'm not, I'm not yeah. being arrogant about it. It's like, no, I think people really need to hear what I have to say. I think, you know, I didn't learn to open up about my feelings and my emotions. Until I was 28 years old. Mm. Like if I could help you or whoever else, it's like in their younger twenties or whoever, like learn how to open up at a younger age. Absolutely. Yeah. That that's a such a powerful thing for sure. Uh, who's been one of your biggest inspirations? My mom. Why? For sure. Oh, God, I might cry. <laughs> I love my mom. No, she's just the greatest human being in the world, man. Mm. Like, just, she's just the best. Uh, she's always treats people with respect. She's, like, the nicest woman in the world. She would do anything for anybody. I feel like I'm the man I am today because of, I mean, both my parents. They're, yeah. They've been married for 39 years. Um, but, yeah, my mom. What's your mom's name? Heather. Shout out, Heather. Yeah. Shout out, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> What's your definition of success? Actually, my favorite quote is, success is going from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. Mm. I love that. Kind of the little obstacle is the way, too. Yeah. But that's me. I mean, like, I'm always going to be enthusiastic about shit. And mm-hmm. even if I fail at something, all right, well, on to the next. Yeah. I'll learn why I failed. We'll figure it out. Repeat that quote. It's going from failure. It's to Winston f- Churchill. Okay. It's success is going from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. Mm. I love that. That's a good one. Um, what kind of impact do you want to have on the world and why? Obviously a positive impact. It's the yeah. most cliche thing to say. Um, <laughs> what kind of positive impact? I say that all the time. I want people, like if I if I walk out of this building tonight and die, <laughs> like I want people to leave my presence feeling better about themselves. Mm. So I want to have, you know, obviously I affect people's physical health, but I want people to be in a better mindset after leaving my presence. I want people to feel just better about themselves. Yeah, which is definitely something that, that you're doing, bro. I, I've experienced it and can attest for sure. Um What's something interesting about you that most people don't know? Huh. <laughs> That's such an easy question. I don't know. Uh, shoot. Is there any Actually, uh, especially like Instagram, I, I actually just started growing a beard. I've had a baby face my whole life. <laughs> my beard my beard is my brand. My beard's on yeah, my t-shirts. I've actually, would think never, that been... actually never had a beard before. <laughs> Until like October. (laughs) I actually would think that you've had that your whole entire life. Yeah, no, it's not like my parents are like, oh, yeah. Like I shaved my face in December and I went home for Christmas and my family didn't even say anything because they're used to seeing me like that. They didn't even notice that that big beard on my face was gone. (laughs) Are you growing it out? Yes. Yeah, I'm growing that out in my hair. Adam is hair goals, by the way. 100%. How long, how long are you going to grow that thing out? Uh, enough to I can put it up. It's more branding. You know, I'm, I'm the hippie chiropractor with a man bun. Like. Hey, it works. It works. You found it, bro. I love it. Um, okay, so a couple more questions for you. So uh, where can people find you? Uh, at Dr. Jordan Burns. 
on Instagram. Um, you mean just at practice or uh, just in general? Yeah, online. Okay, cool. Yeah, so do you have any my cool restaurant spots? You <laughs> <always> <laughs> my <have? laughs> my Instagram is Dr. Jordan Burns. My Twitter's Dr. Jordan Burns. My Facebook page is Dr. Jordan Burns. Those are the only things I have right now. I actually do think I have a YouTube, but I haven't put any videos on it. Um, I live downtown, so I'm at Garden Table and the Eagle probably most frequently. And Burn I just and Burnside. had a uh, garden garden table uh Saturday. Dude, Garden Table's good. Amazing. I study there actually. Really? So like they're the only place on Mass Ave so I live basically on Mass Ave and they're the only place on Mass Ave that's like open late mm -hmm. and not like a bar scene. Yeah. So they're open until ten. So a lot of Fridays and Saturdays I'll study at Garden Table actually. Nice. So you just study at the bar or just grab a table? Uh, no, I actually study at the same booth every time. So it's right <laughs> inside the door, right behind the juice thing, because they have an outlet right at that booth. Yeah. So I just like sit in the corner booth right inside there and study. Nice. Yeah. Pro tip: go to Garden oh, Table. Oh, and uh, the office is in Fishers, like we said already. Perfect. Um, so before I ask my very last question, is there any anything that you want to shout out, give a plug to? It's your opportunity to say whatever you want to say. Oh, cool. No, man. Uh, thanks for having me on. This is awesome. Shout out Novelty Growth. How about that one? Right on. Yeah, yeah I appreciate <laughs> it. I appreciate it, man. Um, yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, I had a great conversation with you. But my last question for you. So I'm ready. Pretend for a second okay. that Dr. Jordan Burns, which you don't have to pretend because this is going to happen. You're going to go throughout your life. You're going to impact all the people that you want to impact. You're going to you know, write a book one day, you're going to create all this content with all this educational knowledge, you're going to align minds and uh, spines and minds, you know, on a next level trajectory, and you're going to impact people in a positive way and uh, do all of these cool things that you're you're envisioning your vision for your life and an ideal Jordan Burns world comes true. You have an amazing family, etc, etc, etc. And you get to the end of your life and you find out that everything that you've done, the achievements, every, all the knowledge that you've put out there gets taken away and gets taken with you. And you have one lesson to leave behind with your family, your friends, and your closest loved ones. What would that one lesson be? That's actually my bio too. It's cool to be kind. Mm, I love that. Where'd you, where'd you get that? Is that from, did you just, uh, actually, my ex-girlfriend had a t-shirt that said it, said it's cool to be kind, and I loved that. I actually made, actually, a similar shirt like this where she's on it, and yeah. it's her wearing the shirt that says it's cool to be kind. That's dope. I thought it was the coolest thing, because I was like, man, that's, <clears throat> it's so simple, but it's such a hard practice for people sometimes. Yeah. Like, I've said this all the time, like, if somebody comes at you negatively, it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. It's something mm -hmm. that they're going through emotionally. So, like, when someone comes at me negatively or if some, a patient comes in and they're in a bat, like, you have to be understanding of that person and be kind to that person. And they'll be affected in a positive way from that. So, mm. yeah, I would say it's cool to be kind. Just be nice to people. They need that on a billboard. Yeah. Just, like, a huge... I'm still going to wear the shirt. Yeah, like, <laughs> a huge yellow billboard that just says black text, it's cool to be kind. Yeah. Period. Dr. Jordan Burks. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Scott. <laughs> right on, man. Well, I appreciate you yeah, coming on, guys. This has too. been another episode, episode 24 of Novelty Growth Voice. I'm Adam Carandang, your host. See you later. Peace.